tap into your most original thinking, organize your ideas, and create the opportunities to launch your creative work. Unlocking your world of creativity with best-selling author and brand innovator, Mark Stinson. Just in the last few episodes, we've run from Idaho to West Virginia, New York to LA, Vietnam to New Zealand. And today we're gonna to talk to a creative practitioner from New Zealand to Canada, to Poland, all over Europe. Sam, as a digital nomad, I don't even know where to say you're from. My guest is Sam Waynes. Great to have you today. Hey, thanks, Mark. It's great to be here. This is really interesting for me because I'm typically on the back end behind the scenes of a podcast. That's uh, what I do for my sort of day job, if you will. But it's great to be talking about the work as well. So thanks for having me. And the global perspective on the work. I think you've got a unique viewpoint, the bird's eye view of what global creative influences are. How does that affect your work when you see it from so many different geographic and cultural points of view? That's a great question. I, I'm not sure I've even thought about that. <laughs> I came into this particular job I've been doing for the last little while of producing a podcast. And actually, one of the things I thought was going to be super hard to do was like, oh, I'm never going to be able to get guests to come on the show. Well, it turns out that's not really the hard part. The hard part is just getting everything else to line up. I, I think some listeners will be familiar with imposter syndrome. That's mm -hmm. when you you don't believe you're qualified for the job, but you're you're actually just fine. I fight with myself constantly of like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. But also, sorry, you mentioned the, the global sort of perspective. So I found myself working from all sorts of different time zones. And that's another challenge is sometimes you got to meet with people from LA. And you, you do have to meet with them because you got to get an idea of what they'll be like for the show. It depends if it's a late night or early morning, but you just got to make it work. And we definitely want to get into your creative process. But I think first to give listeners a sense of your creative journey, Tell us about the travels and tell us about the last couple of years as this digital nomad. Yeah, sure, sure. I will just very quickly plug that I, I have made YouTube videos about this from earlier last year. My girlfriend and I have been doing some vlogs and that mostly they're based around Bali and Indonesia. So uh, that's kind of been on the YouTube channel for a while. It's called Nomad With Us. But before that, even uh, I moved from New Zealand to Vietnam and the original idea was to be a teacher uh, in schools. And very shortly thereafter, we found ourselves in this worldwide situation. And I found myself out of a job, at least temporarily. And so I moved online and we relocated to Bali. And that was where we sort of were based. And so I realized like my whole world was just blown open. Wow, you can make money online like this. Like I was working in hardware stores, supermarkets and gyms before. And like I have a degree uh, in sport and recreation, but I wasn't really using it very much. And I was just blown away that you could like travel and, and work and stuff. And I was like, I have to, I just have to do this. And that became my goal from 2018. I knew like after traveling in the US for a while, I was like, this has to be it. This has to mm -hmm. be what I do. And a lot of people, as you uh, mentioned to me before, think, wow, how glamorous to be this uh, traveling, you know, get to go all these places and work from wherever you are. It's not as easy as it looks, is it? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give you a little peek behind the scenes here. <laughs> I'm actually in a, in a bedroom right now at my girlfriend's uh, uh, grandmother's place. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, the great thing about, you know, having the laptop and all the gear with me is I can just make it work. So yeah, just got to have an internet connection. And that's not always as easy as you'd think it would be. <laughs> <laughs> we take yeah. it for granted, don't we? That there'll be an internet mm -hmm. connection mm -hmm. wherever you go. 
little little tip for people who might want to dip their toes into the digital nomad world. I was originally an online uh, teacher, and one of the hardest things about that job is making sure you're always online on the right time every time, right? And because you can only miss a few classes before they uh, give you a warning, and and then eventually you don't have a job anymore. So it was pretty stressful at times when we had to move around. So I would say if you're going to start out, um, give yourself a lot of time in one place to really get comfortable. And space out your travel more than you think you need to. If that's what you're going to do. Good insight. So let's talk about the project that you're working on the most these days. How we solve. I mean, you yourself are a problem solver. You're a, you know, let's overcome the challenge. Let's figure it out. Even what we're talking about the internet connections. But what <laughs> what is how we solve all about? Yeah. Well, it's it's a name that's probably a little too general. So the better phrase is solving startup growing pains. So this is the the mission, and yeah, to be honest, it's a group of entrepreneurs and people who are running companies. The people I work with are running between them six or seven companies, and there's about 400 employees, pretty much all completely remote companies as well. So really, they're looking at tackling problems that startups and young businesses face once they're getting into that. Not like One or two employees, but more like 20 employees, or 25, or 30, or 100 employees. What are those challenges that they're facing? Because there's so much information online for entrepreneurship, startups, and just getting started, like how to start a business. But what do you do when you have to hire your first like senior manager, or what do you do when your your remote employees are suffering from burnout? How are you ha- tackling these problems? So we've interviewed uh, over 100 people now for this show, uh, which is a podcast primarily. And uh, I've been working. I came in for to work on the video assets as well as just getting the whole production line uh, and everything. So it's pretty niche for businesses, especially online businesses, uh, modern businesses. And it's basically just yeah, solving those sort of bigger problems for people who are you know in charge of companies or in charge of people in the company. And if you step back for a moment, what do you think those top issues or problems? That seem to come up that you guys are covering. That you know, what do the entrepreneurs need to know the most? Mm-hmm. You kind of have to separate it by topics because there's so many different things you have to cover these days from marketing. But I actually think even if you take away all that extra stuff about the business, the biggest challenges for businesses are around still, of course, around people because people are businesses, right? So if you think about how a business operates. It doesn't operate without people. <laughs> That's pretty pretty plain. I mean, there's some automation nowadays, and yeah, I guess you could make an argument for a future business that's not so heavily dependent. But even even those really automated businesses, uh, I think if you're a customer for a business, at some point you want to talk to a human. You know,、mm-hmm. you want to know that your money is going to the right place. So coming back to that, like the biggest challenges that businesses, especially modern and online businesses, are facing is this. Is just real human problems. So we've been doing a lot of shows lately on mental health, helping people who have ADHD or different、uh, issues. I don't even want to say issues because that's not really fair. But like things that might hold them back if they don't know how to utilize or recognize what's going on. And、mm-hmm. so for leaders in business, it's it's about facilitating the best working environments for their employees who might be facing challenges of. Uh, for example, after a couple of years of being online, like burnout,、uh, isolation, and these sorts of challenges, and so I mean, we've noticed not just from the from the problem side, but also from the audience reception side, the podcasts and the shows that get the most attention 
are the ones that deal with these real human challenges. And what about your own problem solving, Sam? As you think about an approach, you say if a problem comes your way, whether it's a people problem or a production or a technology problem, do you kind of have a go-to approach where you say, this is where I have to start? What is your own creative problem solving technique? Mm, yeah, good one. Uh, <laughs> with all the process that I go through with producing these shows, I do get to glean and learn a lot from, from these uh, episodes and from the, the experts who we're interviewing. So I would say the, the best thing is the fact that there are like so many free resources as well as obviously if you need to buy a book. I'm, I'm a real action guy. I love to see things actually happen. I personally hate when you have a meeting and everyone just kind of nods, okay, okay, okay. And then the meeting's done and you're like, did we actually do anything? Like, yeah, and who's going to do gonna the happen? work? <laughs> so I'm very much a task, uh, task sort of person. So I do like to see all my tasks like in the Kanban, which is, like, is where you just see the tasks and then you move them across the panel for like where they are in, this, in the process. I love to visually see each task going from start to completion. And I love to be able to track all that. So I guess it's not perhaps a great answer to a creativity problem, but to a like going from point A to point B, I'm very much like, I want to see who's doing what and why and, and what's the timeline. Mm -hmm. And so you're seeing the flow chart in your mind. You're seeing the Gantt chart as you go. <laughs> yeah. And of course, uh, also just on the actual computer screen, I do track all these sort of things too. And, yeah, yeah uh, literally and figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't, I shouldn't be um, mentioning another podcast, <laughs> but uh, there's this one I love called Cortex and they're all about um, systems and processes. And that's all they talk about is this, like, how do you, how do you track time? How do you do all this stuff? And I've learned so much from, from two other people talking about how they work. So yeah, it's actually really cool. It is one but, great uh, thing about the medium, isn't it? that you can just turn on, take a chance, hit a button and get some ideas from whatever podcast uh, player mm -hmm. you happen to be on that moment. But uh, if I may just uh, diverge a little bit, obviously yes. uh, I started a YouTube channel uh, over a year ago now. And just like anyone, when you start, you have no idea what you're doing. I mean, <laughs> I was using this editing software called DaVinci Resolve for the first time ever. It's an incredibly complicated software. It offers so many options and it's free, which is great. Uh, so I still recommend it, but it's also like a lot to take in at first. Uh, so I found myself uh, through going through dozens of hours of tutorials just to put out our first, you know, 10 minute vlog <laughs> took me, you know, almost a month of, of researching, learning, troubleshooting. A lot of people don't realize like a lot of video editing is just problem solving in itself. Like, mm -hmm. how do I actually do this? How do I do this? And once you figure it out, you're faster. And so faster editors are, are only faster because they've already prob problem solved 100 problems beforehand and they don't have to keep problem solving them. So that's, that's like the trick is like you just have to put the hours in. So eventually, you know, got into a bit of a rhythm and stuff. And uh, in terms of like creatively, it's really trial and error, really. Like you go out, you shoot something, you come back and you have to, you have to come back and be critical of like, that's bad, that's bad footage. Don't do that again, you know, and you have to ingrain that in your mind because guess what? Next time you go out with the camera, you're going to do the exact same thing unless you create a, a physical or mental note that is burned into your brain. Like do this, don't do that or, or whatever your process is. So I have to constantly remind myself, like 
this is bad footage. This is good footage. I only keep the good footage for the vlog. So I only want to shoot good footage. Right. Right. So. And do that more often without having to redo it. I know yeah, for me, yeah. hitting the save button before I, uh, before it crashes or before I close the screen, <laughs> I've lost <laughs> a lot of good work. <laughs> oh, it, no. It, yeah, that's a trial and error thing, too. It's like, we're, finally, we're finally entering the days of live save. So Google Docs <laughs> saves. Uh, it helps. My editing software <laughs> saves. Yes, yes. But uh, guess what? We've all made these mistakes, Mark. Like, I have uh, several hard drives and I try to keep them clean. Like, I don't want to keep a whole bunch of stuff I don't need. Anyway, I downloaded an update for a plugin for my editing software. And I deleted the old version of this plugin because I had downloaded the new one. And then suddenly I went into my editing software and it was just broken. And I was like, oh no. So I spent the next two hours fixing it. And I was like, don't do that again. Don't do yeah, that again. Yeah. Terrible idea. <laughs> Updates, plugins, etc. I love that. Well, and here we are. We're well underway in 2022. And a lot of people say, I, I want to get a podcast up or I want to get a video blog or I want to get you know, a YouTube channel started. And mm -hmm. in a way, Sam, I think they, they may mishear you and say, wow, this is going to be harder than it looks. This is going to take a lot of work and a lot of hours. I think I'll put it off. But I don't think that's the message you're giving us, is it? No, I, I'm a very much a realist. So I'm sorry if I've made it sound like a depressing nightmare. It's <laughs> a lot. It, of course, it's a lot of fun. And of course, I wouldn't have done it if I wasn't enjoying the process. Uh, one of the best pieces of advice that I received is uh, start before you're ready. And of course, with anyone's YouTube channel, if you go back in time, of course, it has to be like their first work. If they've worked on a YouTube channel for 10 years before, and it's a new channel, it doesn't count. But if you look at their first video on any YouTube channel, how does it compare with their most recent video? And, and within one year and two years and five years, what's the change, right? Everybody goes through that process. And people in the creative world uh, I'm familiar with, they didn't even start till they were much, much older or they put it off even longer. But you might think, oh, it's too late to start on YouTube. YouTube's been around for 10 years, right? And uh, I guess there's a good argument to be made for TikTok these days, but YouTube is still the number one uh, for like that, that really, uh, how to say it, like the kind of videos that really resonate with people. I know I follow some people on YouTube and when, when they put up a video, I just drop everything and I, and I want to watch it because it's such a good uh, avenue for learning and, and for seeing what other people can create. It's really cool. So yeah, let's don't put it off. Mm -hmm. And what about you, Sam? What does the new year hold? Uh, what's over the horizon for you is, you know, obviously we're all looking for uh, brighter and <laughs> and better times ahead. Well, Mark, by now I will have spent uh, Christmas with my family, and uh, that's the that's the kind of thing I need uh, after a couple of years being apart. So I think I'll just like last year, uh, twenty twenty one, I'll be taking some time to uh, go through and come up with my yearly theme, my yearly not not resolutions, but just I'm really in that mindset of like, okay. I know how to make content now. Let's make a business. That's that's the thing. Because content is... That's such an interesting progression yeah. that you can make the content. Now let's make a business. How, do, mm -hmm. how does that look to you? Uh, well, the bottom line is I'm, I guess I'm at an age or stage where I'm still, maybe it's imposter syndrome at this point, but uh, I still don't rate myself as somebody who has some kind of brilliant expertise that in itself is a product. So I want to develop either some kind of e-product, uh, online product, ideally, or some kind of 
you know, ongoing, essentially what is really popular these days, which is kind of like the passive income uh, business model. I'm not saying I have all the ideas worked out, of course, but I understand more than ever how money is made online now. And I'm looking to uh, bring in a bunch of those different things into kind of one place. And, and Mark, I have to admit, I'm already coming up with ideas for new YouTube channels and I don't have time to make new YouTube channels. <laughs> well, that's, that's a creative person overall. We always have more ideas than we ever have time to execute. But I think about the, the offering that you want to create. And, you know, you've interviewed a lot of entrepreneurs on SaaS products, these software as a service offerings. If I could replace the word software as a service with blank as a service, what, what is it that you might be creating uh, for an online product? Yeah, um, for me, I think a lot about my story. And like I mentioned, how I worked in supermarkets and all this stuff. And I was very much like I had these blinders on to the world of certainly of working online as well as traveling and, and everything. And perhaps somewhere deep inside, I knew that's what I wanted to do. And I was just too busy with, you know, getting on with it. So I, I would really like to uh, reach out to those people who already feel like there's something they can do beyond where they might feel stuck or something and, and create, uh, I, I'm very much, I don't like these online courses because I don't think they work. I don't think they're very end user uh, friendly. But I would like to develop some kind of substantial, it has to have some substance in it, methodology or system for people to really reach into the online market and actually start learning how they can make, whether it's like a side income or a full-time income from the online marketplace, from the online world, and giving people more than just a three-minute or 30-minute hit of, of inspiration, but actually giving them that follow-on step-by-step. And, you know, you're somebody who collaborates with a lot of good people to make these things happen. You know, there's a lot of creative people listening to this podcast. What sort of resources or collaborators are you hoping to attract? What kind of people are you looking for that would help you bring this idea to reality? That's a great question. I, I'm wondering if it's a kind of a chicken and egg problem. Given that I have all these ideas, I wish I had a whole team to help me make them. <laughs> I would be very curious to look in quite seriously, look into having help with the routine tasks like editing and such, because I do believe that I have a much larger skill set in terms of creating a YouTube channel overall or creating a business overall. So I think once I've got a little bit of more of a grip on things and, and a little bit more of a substantial plan, <laughs> I would be looking to connect with people who edit, people who create other similar types of content. And one of the other things I'd like to do is continue to make travel vlogs. And I would love to do that with, uh, I already do have some friends who, do, who, do, who are doing this, but yeah, if, you know, if people who are travel vlogging want to reach out and, you know, there'll be, there'll be a chance, uh, I'm sure in 2022 and beyond for that to continue. I did buy a new camera, which I'm super excited about, but then I've been busy visiting family and doing all this. So it's like, oh, I, I want to make, I just want to make stuff all day, but I can't. <laughs> well, yeah, gotta, yeah, just, tell, just tell the family you're visiting, look, don't mind this camera. I'm going to be following us around everywhere we go with this camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll be capturing uh, our family experiences, right? Well, mm -hmm. great. Well, listeners, uh, 
you know, you've heard Sam describe his problem solving and creative process and also some of the things he's looking to create. So if you're looking to do some of the things that are related, connect with Sam. Uh, Sam, how can we find you and follow your work? Uh, that's a great question. I would, I would encourage people to, to first, if you're interested in the YouTube side, check out Three Words Nomad with us on YouTube. The channel grew quite substantially last year, uh, so it should be pretty prevalent when you type in those three words, Nomad with us. But if you did want to reach out with, to me directly by email, you could you could uh, reach out with uh, my name, Sam Waynes uh, at media, samwaynesmedia at gmail.com is uh, a great place to reach out more directly. I'm also on LinkedIn, Sam Waynes. Yeah, very good. Sounds like you got a lot of creative things going on and more travels to come. Uh, thank you very much, Mark. Yeah, great having you on the program. And listeners, this is just the kind of interview and podcast and learning we've tried to create. We've gone around the world looking for creative practitioners. We listen for what inspires them, but also how they organize those ideas and then how they gain the confidence and the connections to get their work out into the world. So I hope you'll continue joining us. I'm Mark Stenson, and we are unlocking your world of creativity. We'll see you next time. Unlocking Your World of Creativity with best-selling author and brand innovator, Mark Stinson. This program was produced by BSB Media, creators of IntelliKey Leadership Stories, Unlocking Your World of Creativity, and ThePeaceRoom.Love. We've created a special offer just for listeners of the podcast. You can get the book, A World of Creativity, for a special price of $5.98 for paperback. And the Kindle version is only 99 cents. Go to mark-stinson.com to take advantage of this special offer.